Do you understand me? Yes. Okay. Before uh, I start, uh, when we were singing, I um, um, in in Dutch we have a song, and um, it sounds like uh, "Ik zie een generatie opstaan in gehoorzaamheid." Uh, I think the English version is "I see a generation standing up in obedience." And um, most of the people here here are from a, a younger generation than uh, Dick and Mac. Uh, I think we can say you are we are a new generation, including myself. I'm old, yeah, 34. Uh, but uh, yeah, let's go on following Jesus and um, trusting Him. Okay. Yes, we are since um, the last week, Thursday, in uh, South Africa, and um, the first four days, Rian and Helen Jacobs uh, hosted us. And um, the message I, uh, I want to share, uh, coming out from the beginning of our um, uh, our period here in South Africa, and also from the Elder Week. I think it was Wednesday morning that um, um, yeah, the Holy Spirit, uh, that the presence of Lord of the Lord was uh, that the Lord was present in in um, Wellington in the meeting, and um, yeah, the Lord shows His heart. And that's what we need this afternoon also. And uh, what the Lord show, shows was um, his love for the nations. And um, everybody was, uh, yeah, a lot of people were viping and praising. And um, yeah, it was exciting. And um, it was also very emotion, emo emotional. Because uh, what, we, uh, what we all feel was that the Lord want to reach the nations. We, experi ex we experienced his love for uh, the world and all the nations and then um, uh, the message um, is about that and uh, when we were in uh, Edgemead uh, we were there in a prayer meeting with Rian and the other elder and Rian uh, shared the vision for the congregation there and this was about uh, three things about me God and me God and us as church and God and them and them is the nations, and also maybe your neighbors, your family, uh, the other students or uh, colleagues. And um, yeah, the message what I, which I will share came out of this, um, yeah, these things. And um, the Lord shows us really his heart for the nations and his heart for the lost. And after I became born again, this is 10 years ago, this was, uh, yeah, uh, one of the things uh, what the Lord directly put on my on my heart and um, last week Wednesday in the morning when God was present um, he remembered me that's how I would felt on a vision I've one time I had a uh, God gave me a vision and it was at the moment I received the Holy Spirit when I became born again and he remembered me uh, yeah on that vision to that vision and the vision was about um, that um, I saw the world and all the people in the world, the, the people um, who are in the kingdom and the people who are lost. And um, because of the sin of the people, there was a veil around the people who not believe. Do you understand what I say then? A veil. Yeah. Uh, and um, what I see was, so what, what, what I see, what I, uh, at that moment what I see uh, was... Um, um, that the Lord uh, 
belongs that all the nations come to him. But there was a view around the people. And then in the vision, Jesus was coming to the front and he was um, broken, uh, he broke away uh, through the view and um, yeah, he prepared a way. And this is so exciting. This is the gospel of Jesus. This is the good news. This is what God has done by sending his son. He has done, he, he, cre he created a way, he created something. Um, and because of that, there's hope for you and for me. Now, first, a few uh, questions, um, because uh, I like it when I preach uh, yeah, in a place to know the people a bit. So, um, who of you is uh, grow grow? Uh, yeah, who of you grow up in a Christian family? Okay, I think almost everybody. When when we change it, are the people who are not grown up in a Christian family? One, two, three. Okay, Hall four. Hallelujah, that's great. Okay. Hey, and um, another question: Who of you believe that Jesus really is the Son of God? Every. Almost everybody, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's because of that we are church. But it's because that we believe it, something crazy is, hap is happening in your life. Do you know why? The Bible said that, that in this world no man is who's seeking God, who will seek God out of himself. Did you know that? Hallelujah, you are born again, child of God from the kingdom of darkness out into the kingdom of light. Hey, another question. Who of you believes that God wants that all the people, all the nations and all the people came to the knowledge of truth and that they became, um, that they uh, get saved? Who of you believes that? Everybody. Okay. Exciting. This is a good, uh, good church. Maybe good leadership, I don't know. Hey. And then the fourth, the last question. How much people have you reached last week? I haven't to hear haven't to hear an answer, but it's good to think about. Because we all say following Jesus is the best life, isn't it? Yeah. We all believe everybody in this world needs Jesus to get saved. True? We all say, yeah, this, yeah, this is the best life. And we all say, we know that God wants that everybody came to the knowledge of truth and get saved. So this is a crazy thing. And I don't ask these questions to feel bad about it or feel judged. That's not, but it's good to think about it. Yeah, it's important. Because the heart of God wants that all the nations come to him. All the nations belong to God. That's what we experienced last week. And this is where Georgian will go for. So this, it's important to think about this. A Bible verse, Luke 4, 18 and 19. I think it will show there. I read it in NIV, I'm sorry. There it is on ESV. Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is on 
me. Because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the, for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind to set the oppressed free. That is what the heart of God is. That is what Jesus came for. This is the way of living of Jesus. This is exciting. 1 Timothy 2, 4 to 6 shows us also the heart of God. God who wants that all people to be saved and come to a knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all people. And this is what I saw in that vision, that Jesus did it all. He makes the way free. The way is free. But a lot of people, they are lost. A lot of nations, they are lost. They, do, they didn't see, they do not see the glory of God like you see, like we see, as we are born again. And this is what has to change in their lives. And wie will God hiervoor gebruiken, denken jullie? What do you think? Who will God use for this, to reach these people? Yes. Us as a church. The church is a place to be family. That's important. To be loved. To do the life together, like you said. We love that from the Netherlands. Doing the life together, that's what we have to learn. Yeah, but we are, we are also on this earth to reach. To reach the nations. And God wants, yeah, needs you for this. He wants to use you. Like Johan said, when you give your life to Jesus, like we were singing, he will use you for doing this. For building church, but not only churches with people who grow, who grow up in a church, and I love it, but also to reach the last. And to be honest, I love South Africa, me and my wife, and I know the, the others ook, but one thing is hard to see. I had the people who were laying down near the road. We were at Melkbos Strand. One guy was taking bread out of the recycle bin and eating it. I thought, Lord, what is this? These guys are so lost. So lost. And why? We know it. We all need Jesus. We know it. Following Jesus, living with Jesus. It's the best life. We know it. But Lord, how can we reach them? It's hard because they, they don't see it. There's a veil. They don't see the glory of God, but they need it. They need it. And God wants to, to reach them. You know, the good shepherd, he will leave the 99 and reach the one. This is the heart of Jesus. This is one side of the heart of Jesus. <sighs> yeah. Yeah.
Now let's think about two questions. Think about an answer. Um, the first is, why are these people, the people who are not born again, so lost? Why? And the second is, what do they need to get saved? Yeah, that can help us to see it. And then we can ask God if you give us the grace to reach them and maybe to preach to them. Why are these people so lost? Why? Who, ha who have an idea? Who of you? <laughs> Why? Let's read Romans 1. The veil, what I see in, the, in that vision, this is about the sin. It's sin of people. That's the problem. It's not the most lovely topic, maybe, in some churches. We know in George, in George Jen and 412, it's okay to talk about this. Yeah, it's important. But there are churches, they, they don't want to think about these themes. But it is important when we want to reach the last. It is because of their sin. The Bible tell, tells us that everybody is born in, an, in a sinful nature. And because of this, nobody is seeking God when he is born. And this is what has to change. But let's read Romans. Is it possible? Yes. Romans 1, 80 to 22. The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. This is what the Bible said, what we all did and what, all, what we do from, from out, out of our nat nature. We suppress the truth by wickedness. Since what may be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that the people are without excuse. For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God, nor gave thanks to him. But their thinking became futile. Do you say it like that? Futile, I'm sorry. And their foolish hearts were darkened. So these verses speak for themselves. Let's pick out one thing. But their thinking became futile. We have to take this on. Because this is what happened with the lost people. And when we go to Ephesians 2, verse 1 to 3, there we see how we human live. And how we became how we became influenced by, uh, out, of the, um, out of darkness. So let, let's read Ephesians 2, 1, 2, 3. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins. This is what we were before we became born again. In which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air. 
the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. So, what we read in Romans, the problem is that the people don't um, um, obey God and that they live for themselves. And because of this, they think in a bad way. Do you understand me? Okay. What we read in Ephesians now was that the, in verse 1, we all were dead in our sins. And when we lived in our sins, we lived like all the people in the world live. We, live, we follow the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air. Who is the ruler of the kingdom of the air? Satan. Okay, this is interesting. We lived in the ways of Satan before. How did we live? Look to verse 3. All of us, all of us also lived among them at one time. How was it? Gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. So the people in this world around us, the lost, they live out of their flesh and they live out of their minds, their thoughts. But because of their uh, sitting against God, their, their thoughts um, are not in the way of the truth. You understand? So this is a big problem. Because of this, there is a view around the lost. Do you understand? Now, Jesus came for this, that these people can be saved. Yeah, that's why he came for. But the first question, now we have an answer on the first question. Why are people so lost? Because... Their thinking, their mind are not in the ways of truth and they live out of their thoughts. This is why they are so lost. It's a negative spiral, we said. Do you understand me? Yeah. Their, their heart became harder and harder. What do these people need? Jesus, yeah, that's true. That's the most, yeah, it is, it's true. But it, there's more. Hmm? I'm sorry? I, I didn't understand you. Yeah, the veil must be removed. That's true. But how? Eh? Yeah, I, yeah, we can think about it. <laughs> but this is important because we have to reach the last. It's important to understand for us. Okay. Do you know what repentance is? Yeah? Tell me. Turn away from sin. That's true. But do you know that there also is another part of repentance? Do you know that? In, the, in our Dutch translation, we, they use the word bekering. But in, what is the word for grondtekst? 
ground, ground text? Okay. But in the ground text, in our, in our Bible, there are two words, and these with, different, uh, different, with, with two different uh, meanings. Let's think about this. The first of these words is metanoia. Do you know what it means? Yeah? Renewing your mind. Why are these people so lost? Because of their mind. Do you know what repentance is? Renewing your mind. This is important. So your neighbor or colleague who do not believe in Jesus, maybe he thinks you are totally crazy. What I thought 11 years ago when someone told me that he was following Jesus. There has something to happen in his mind. He has to renew his thoughts. And I believe that God wants to use you for this. That he wants to use us to renew the minds of the people. One year before I became born again, it was the wedding day of my brother. And at that point, I thought following Jesus was the... yeah. Worst thing in the world? Do you say it like that? Yeah. <laughs> Most bad. I thought, these people are totally crazy. When I have to live the life that the Bible asks for me, I have to do things what I not want. But then at that day, my brother, we were eating with, we were having dinner with, uh, with a small group of family and friends. And at a certain moment, he takes the Bible, he stands up from the table, and he reads some verses. And he starts um, repenting, not repenting, um, sharing, telling about sin he did in his relationship. And I thought, guy, what are you doing? <laughs> I, did, I didn't know that he was serious with, with his things. I didn't also know what happened in his relationship before he was, before, before he was married. And he starts sharing this. I don't know if it, was, if it is good to do. So it's not an advice if something uh, has happened like this. But what he, what he did it. And at that moment, it touched my heart. Because what he said, he, he said, I do this because I know that Jesus has forgiven me. And because I know that you are all need Jesus to get forgiveness of your sin. And at that moment, he said, you all need Jesus. And in, like the life I, I, uh, the life I lived in that time, I knew when there is a God, I need forgiveness. But there was also one other thing he said. And that was this. And I find out that following Jesus is the best life there is. And at that moment, the Lord used him to renew my mind. I thought following Jesus is the worst thing there is. But my brother said, and I, how, yeah, how I looked at him was that he, under, yeah, understanding what doing the life was, you know, not like religious people. I thought he know what, yeah, how the life works. 
how doing the life works. Yeah, but the Lord used him to renew my mind. To renew my mind. And after that one year, I, after that I go home and there was one question in my heart. All what he is saying is not the truth. Or how I think about following Jesus is not the truth. And from that point, I start reading Bible and I ask Jesus, Jesus, if you are really the son of God, please show me. And later on, I find out it is most exciting to live with Jesus. He came to save the lost, building church. Blind get see. Captives get free. Hallelujah. This is what Jesus wants to do in this world. And he wants to use you for this. But sometimes we think so complex about evangelism and reaching people. But it is so easy. Evangelism is about renewing the mind of lost. Yeah. And that's where we live for. That's where we are being church for. To show the world that we are from the kingdom of God. That's your calling. That's my calling. And uh, yeah, hopefully... I believe, I trust that the Lord will use this to help us to understand how he will reach the lost through you and me. Amen.